Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that Realtors face. I'm Laura Farley. And I'm Erin Barton. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hi, Erin. Hello, Laura. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good, thank you. I have a question for you. Uh-oh. How do you feel about evil corporations? I feel like this is a trap and that there's okay. no good answer. <laughs> well, what if I tell you that evil corporation was Facebook and they were helping people to break the law? I think I would not feel good about that. I think I like your answer. <laughs> So, and and I'm not saying that Facebook is necessarily an evil corporation. I mean, I know that there are people out there that, that feel that way about Facebook. It was just my way to introduce this topic, which is today we're going to talk about the HUD case against Facebook and their allowing members uh, to violate fair housing. And many of you may have seen the news articles by now that are going around about the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, or HUD, filing a fair housing complaint against Facebook for their targeted advertising. This is something we've been getting a lot of questions about Mm -hmm. over the years, and it finally happened. On August 17th, HUD filed a complaint alleging that Facebook violated fair housing through discriminatory advertising, statements, and notices related to race, color, religion, sex, familial status, national origin, and disability. That's all of the federally protected classes. It is. The complaint states that, quote, Facebook unlawfully discriminates by enabling advertisers to restrict which Facebook users receive housing-related ads based on race, color, religion, sex, familial status, national origin, and disability. The complaint goes on to give specific examples of how the different aspects of targeted advertising is discriminatory based on the categorization that Facebook assigns to each user. So Facebook first faced a fair housing scrutiny. Boy, that was a lot of alliteration going on there. Uh, In 2016, ProPublica conducted an investigation and discovered that Facebook was allowing discrimination in housing advertisements. Facebook said it would prevent this from happening again, but in 2017, ProPublica was still able to place discriminatory ads. HUD investigated Facebook around the same time as ProPublica, but nothing came of that investigation. So you may be wondering why we're talking about all this and what exactly it has to do with you. Well, Facebook is also currently facing a lawsuit filed by the National Fair Housing Alliance and three other housing advocacy groups. The Department of Justice has filed a statement of interest in this lawsuit against Facebook, This means that the Department of Justice has taken note of the case and is backing the plaintiffs in the case. Statement of interest is in opposition to Facebook's motion to dismiss. In other words, the DOJ is trying to help convince the court that this case has merit and it should proceed. And the main reason that this matters to you, good listener, is that Facebook's defense so far has been that they are not the entity engaged in discriminatory advertising. They're just the platform that discriminatory advertising's being used for. And it is entirely possible and very likely that Facebook will continue to try and shift the blame from itself to those who use targeted advertising. And even if Facebook does not win with this argument, it is possible that HUD will next turn to those who are using targeted advertising to see if there is discriminatory advertising. And we should probably point out exactly what this targeted advertising is. Yeah. So when you go on Facebook and you want to place an ad, say, for your firm or for a house that's for sale, 
you have the option to really target down who sees that advertisement um, when it goes on the Facebook pro- the page with all the listings and the postings. Right. And the reason you want to target it is because you pay per person who sees it, right? So you... Exactly. The more targeted and the more focused you can make your ads, the more effective it is, the more likely you are right. going to get. So for example, if you're advertising diapers, advertising that to somebody who doesn't have a child or isn't taking care of a child... You may be wasting money in advertising for them. Exactly. And realtors and anyone that's that's posting housing advertisements have the option of targeting who sees those ads by their location, uh, zip codes, neighborhoods, states, but also you can go even deeper. You can pick by gender. You can pick by race. You can pick by religion. And so this is something that Facebook's been doing for a very long time. On the platform, I'm sure that it's more economically efficient for right. people to target their advertising. And, but. and you may have the best intention. So for example, um, we did get a hotline question one time where somebody asked about advertising property that had a hunting lodge and was really only useful for hunting, whether they could advertise that to a specific demographic that was more likely to be interested in hunting. Mm -hmm. Problem was, it created a discriminatory advertisement because they were looking at advertising to males in the 24 to 34 age range, which excludes a large portion of the population. It does. So Facebook recently said that it's removed more than 5,000 targeting options to prevent abuse, but that doesn't mean that they won't necessarily reappear in the future and also that the existing options can't still get you into trouble. And the other thing is, other platforms may still have similar risks. So that's why we're talking about this today. This doesn't necessarily mean that you can't use targeted advertising at all. Just like you can't be expected to mail advertisements to the entire world, it's not likely that you'll be expected to advertise to everyone online, but there are certain exceptions. It does mean, though, that you need to be careful how you use your targeted advertising on Facebook or on any platform and do as much as you can to minimize discrimination or disparate impact on any protected class. So some of this is really easy. Don't target ads to only men or women. Don't target based on childcare or parenting or excluding those or select to show ads to users with children above a specific age, because that creates a discrimination based on familial status. And don't discriminate by drawing lines around majority, minority zip codes that would exclude users in those zip codes. Don't exclude individuals whom Facebook has categorized as interested in assistance dogs or any other classifications that might implicate a disability. But where this might get a little trickier is if you target one zip code but not another or specific regions within a particular zip code that may be predominantly minorities. We know that there are some neighborhoods that are known as move-up neighborhoods for others, but if you're tar using targeted ads on Facebook, using their algorithms, you could get exposed to some liability there. And while we haven't heard of any cases filed against real estate licensees who have used Facebook targeted advertising yet, that doesn't mean they're not coming. So let's talk about a couple of ways that you can limit your risk. First, review any current targeted ads on Facebook or any other sites that you use to determine whether they could be discriminatory or have a disparate impact. And if you do use targeted ads, make sure there is a business justification for that target and that it doesn't result in a disparate impact. And that means you need to pay attention to those federal protected classes that we've already talked about. Absolutely. And when in doubt, talk to your broker and or an attorney who's well-versed in fair housing law. Thank you for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. 
subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is a general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2018. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike License. 